Well, most team sports are currently on pause due to the COVID-19 crisis. Now, however, at other times of the year, nearly 30 million children and teens ages 6 to 18 are involved in some sort of organized sports activity. Physical therapist Chuck Thigben joins us this morning to tell us what parents can do during this spring sporting pause to assess their child's load management and prep for the summer sports season. Uh, Chuck, good morning. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And you might uh, fill our listeners in more on you and your background um, as a physical therapist and just some of the work that you've done in your career. Sure. Thank you. Uh, I've been a physical therapist and an athletic trainer for about 25 years. I've worked in college sports, uh, professional athletics, and then been with ATI for a long time now treating uh, our youth sports. So uh, what can parents do during the, the spring sports pause that we currently have uh, due to the COVID-19 situation? Um, to, you may be, maybe to assess their child's load management. What, what are some tips that you would provide there? You know, I think it, uh, it provides an opportunity really to reflect on how uh, our kids are participating in sport, uh, specifically just kind of looking back over the last 6 to 12 months and really think about, is my child playing a single sport? Um, And if they are, are they playing that sport more than eight months a year? And if they are, then it's probably a chance to look and and really decrease that because it appears that playing a single sport less than eight months a year prevents injuries and allow kids to stay in the game. Now, what should a, a youth athlete be focusing on during the break that we have right now from spring sports to rest, recover, and prep their bodies for uh, the possible return of sports during the summertime? You know, I think uh, regardless of the type of sport you're playing, really looking at uh, have I taken a break lately? And if I have taken a break, am I gradually returning to that sport to allow the body to adapt and get ready? And so what we normally recommend is uh, kids playing 8 to 10 hours. uh, I'm sorry, uh, kids playing uh, the same number of hours per week as their age. And so if I've got a 14-year-old and I want to get back to 14 hours, probably increasing the sport participation by two to three hours a week to gradually return to that sport as they move, you know, as we kind of move from this pause we have now back into our summer sports. Now, according to a report from the American Academy of Pediatrics, it's important for parents to expose their children to different opportunities to excel and enable them to uh, participate in a wide variety of activities. However, with the number of activities that kids and teens are involved in today, the opportunity for injury is enormous. That's according to the report there from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Now, uh, that kind of leads into the next question of, you know, what is the concern about kids in athletics today? And are we seeing a rise in injuries among teen athletes? You know, we have seen a rise in these uh, injuries over the last 10 years, and it really seems to be associated with the two things highlighted there. One is specialization, playing a single sport too much, uh, and then also not taking systematic breaks or gradually uh, moving in and out of seasons. It makes me think of a quarterback uh, we had uh, here just a couple weeks ago. His name was Luke, and Luke uh, was training for spring football before he paused, and he was having some shoulder pain. I said, Luke, how, how often do you play? And he goes, oh, I play 14 months a year. And I think, oh, this kid's not the brightest in the box. There's only 12 months in the year. But actually, when I dug in, I realized he was really bright. He said, I play, you know, six months of formal football, spring and then the fall season. He goes, I play on a seven-on-seven league in the summer. And then he goes, I do about eight months of specialized quarterback coaching a year because I want to play in college. And so you realize, cumulatively, he's playing – 14, 15 months of football a year, even though he's only 14 years old, which is, you know, is really a lot on his young body. 
Yeah, and you know, is are there any concerns with uh, maybe like the the mental aspect, uh, the mental overload of you know, such as for example, like in the summertime uh, here in Iowa, where there's like baseball, softball, where maybe in the morning you have like a football camp, and then you play uh, like a city league or a city league basketball game during the day, then you go to a baseball game at night. I mean, uh, is there any overload of the mental aspect that's uh, concerned about? You know, I think it is really tough on kids when uh, we put a lot on them like that, and I think it's hard to uh, help kids understand, you know, limited playing is probably the best thing, and I think sometimes we want to make sure we're giving our kids all the opportunity. And so we really emphasize taking breaks to allow them to prevent injury. I think it allows uh, mentally to recover and just be a kid and maybe not be quite so organized to allow them to stay, stay in the game and have fun. So what are some of the other ways that, you know, parents of youth athletes could help prevent injury from overuse or overload of sports and activities? Uh, any other tips and advice for parents? You know, I think uh, aside from the other two we've mentioned in terms of number of months of years and number of hours per week, I think ensuring that kids um, are, are having an opportunity to recover in between sports. And then if there is pain, that's not normal. It's not okay for a kid to play with pain. If they're not able to play uh, uh, with the sports they're having without having pain, is to stop that and to seek some advice from an orthopedic specialist, uh, such as a physical therapist, to make sure they're healthy to stay in the game. Now, I was looking at some statistics here from uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics. Approximately 3.5 million children and adolescents ages 14 and younger get hurt annually playing sports or participating in recreational activities. Um, those are kind of some eye-popping numbers, wouldn't you say? Oh, I mean, they're, they're staggering when you really think about it. And if you add to that um, another million high school athletes, so that was 14 and younger, another million or so high school athletes, suffer an injury every year and the troubling thing is once you suffer an injury you're eight to ten times more likely to suffer another injury so really managing that first injury is the most important thing we can do and of course uh, once an injury does occur then comes maybe the physical therapy aspect and you know parents they try to search for a physical therapist for their children um you know what would be some advice you would pass along on things to look for when you're trying to choose a physical therapist you know, I think there's really three important things. One is, do they treat kids and treat kids with sports injuries? Not every physical therapist is uh, familiar with uh, orthopedic and sports physical therapy. So finding a, a clinic and a therapist that treats those kids, do they keep up with the outcomes? Do they measure uh, a kid's uh, ability when they start uh, in relative to their function? And do they measure it when they get done? And then do they have the resources to provide to the child and parent to understand what a gradual return to sport so they can, uh, you know, systematically have a way to go back into sport, but they know how to take a break to prevent that next injury and allow them to safely stay in the game. Chuck, really appreciate it this morning. I've enjoyed the conversation, and I think this is um, you know, a topic that impacts a, a lot of people, not only in our area, but uh, throughout the country. If anybody has any questions or wants more information, do you have a, a website they can go to today? Yeah, sure. If they go to atipt.com, we have lots of information there about injury prevention and, and where to seek care to help kids stay, stay active and stay healthy and stay in the game. Chuck, have a good day, and hopefully we can catch up sometime down the line, all right? So much. Thanks for having me. Again, that's Chuck Thigpen, Senior Director for Practice Innovation and Analytics for ATI and Director of Observational Clinical Research and Orthopedics with the Center for Effectiveness Research and Orthopedics at the University of South Carolina.